Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries. When the Bible says in Matthew 8, 17, that by His stripes ye were healed, that's past tense. All we have to do is believe it and then receive it. Speak the Word. It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe, continuing her message titled, The Power of Your Thoughts. Speak the Word. I'd like to begin by talking about the power of your thoughts, because every word that you speak is first a thought. Remember that. Every word that you speak is first a thought. The devil has custom thoughts designed just for you. Custom thoughts just designed for you that he will drop into your mind, making a little thought seem like a huge mountain. You know that? He knows which buttons to push because he knows your weaknesses. And he puts those thoughts in your, in your mind. And, and he can dominate your whole day or your week, or your whole life, yes. if you'll let him, with one single thought. He can take that thought, it could be a thought about something, a habit or something you're trying to break. It could be a thought about you're never going to get promoted, or you're never going to amount to anything. It could be a thought that, you know, God is never going to heal you. Uh, it could be any kind of thought that he wants to put in there. And some people will spend the rest of their lives on that thought. You know, just mulling it over in their minds all the time. In 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, it says, Whose minds, the God of this age, who do not believe, and as a result, they don't see the light of the good news about Christ's glory. It is Christ who is God's image. In other words, saints, the devil is after your mind. That's what he's after, and that's what we're, at, we're going to be talking about. If he can get you thinking wrong things, he can stop you in your tracks every time. However, please keep in mind that the only way that the devil can get to you is through your mind. In other words, through your thoughts, your thought life. It's your mind that he's after because he can't damage you in any other way. We harm ourselves. The devil doesn't have to do a whole lot of work because we do it for him. He puts one thought and it just it has a ripple effect. It just keeps on going. Saying there's power in your thoughts and there's power in your words. And there's always going to be consequences in the thoughts that you choose to take and, and the words that you speak. The Bible says it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. In other words, human efforts profit you nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life, it says in John 6, 63. Jesus says there is spirit life in the spoken word. And what I'm saying is when he says to speak life or death, you know, in Proverbs 18, 21, it says the power of life and death lie in your tongue, and you will eat the fruit thereof, be it good or be it bad. So he's saying, if you're speaking my word, then there is spirit life in my word. But if you're speaking what the devil says and what he wants you to say, then you're, that's death. You're speaking death. But God's word is that. And keep in mind that words can transmit fear or words can transmit faith. They can transmit images after their kind to others. But God's word transmits the image that God wants you to have. And the devil 
transmits words that he wants you to have, the images that he wants you to have. And I was speaking to Sister Nora about that at lunchtime today because this morning as I was going over my message for tonight, the enemy was trying to transmit these images into my mind to get me to think on things I shouldn't be thinking on. In other words, he wanted to put doubt in my spirit. He wanted me to begin to doubt. And he wanted me to start thinking about negative stuff. And, and when he did that, then I just began to open up my mouth because I recognized what he was doing. And so I just, like I was telling Nora, I said, I just said, devil, you are such a liar. <laughs> I said, you, you, are, you, you are just so upset because you know that God has given me a word and you don't want me to give it. So you're trying to put this image into my mind and I refuse, I refuse to take it. You can refuse to take it. And I said, I refuse in the name of Jesus to take any thoughts that does not. I bring that thought into captivity. Any, any thought you can bring into captivity that tries to exalt itself against the true knowledge of God. Now, I could have sat there and thought about it. As a matter of fact, it probably took me less than two minutes to begin to feel depressed. Maybe two to three minutes. I was already beginning to feel depressed over nothing. You know, the, the thing that he was trying to make me feel depressed about had no validation whatsoever. It was just a thought. Like I said, he knows your weaknesses. He knows what buttons to push. Your saints, your words are also powerful transmitters. The words that you're speaking, in other words, they're transmitters. So you've got to, you have to be careful what you say to yourself. According to James 3 in the voice translation, in verse 2 it says, The one who can control his tongue can also control the rest of his body. Amen. And this is what I'm talking about. Your brain, your voice. I want you to think about that. About the, he says in James, he said, the one who can control his tongue can also control the rest of his body. First Peter 3.10 says, if you want to live a long life, then watch your mouth. Then watch your tongue. Remember the article I just read, your voice is like your DNA or your fingerprints. In other words, your mountain knows your voice. And you can control your circumstances with your tongue. You really, you can. I know it's hard to believe, but it's the truth. That is basically what Jesus was telling us in the book of James. In James 3, he says, Have you ever seen a massive ship sailing effortlessly across the water? He said, despite its immense size, he said, the fact that it is propelled by mighty winds. He said, a small rudder directs the ship in any direction the pilot chooses. Saints, you are the pilot of your ship. You are the pilot of your ship, your body, your finances, everything. You are the pilot. I want you to think about that. What does that mean? It means that the mouth is one of your most powerful resources and your tongue is the answer. If you're needing healing in your body, your tongue is your answer. If you need a financial breakthrough, it's in your mouth, it's in your tongue. But in order for you to lay hold of it, you're going to have to turn the ship. You know, if you have been speaking negative towards your health, then you're going to have to start speaking what God said. And as you begin to speak what God says, that ship is going to gradually turn. It's not going to turn overnight. It takes a while if you watch the ship, but it's a little small rudder that will turn that massive ship. You know, just like the Lord talks about the bit in the horse's mouth. Big little bit, big horse. 
but it'll turn him any way you want him to go. So what he's saying, if you're not happy with what's going on in your life, use your tongue as your rudder and begin to turn in the direction that you want to go. Begin to speak blessings over your finances. Begin to say things like, God, I thank you that you prosper. All the things that my hands touch you prosper, Lord. I thank you that you are my source, that you, you are my provider, that you provide for me. Or if it's healing, you are my healer. You sent your word. And it's moved all sickness from my body. I don't have to be sick. It's not your desire that I be sick. You know, begin to turn your ship around to where you want it to go and get sick and tired of putting up. It's, it, it's a choice. It, it's a choice. We have to keep in mind that every word is a seed, according to Luke 8, 4, and it's going to bring a harvest. The harvest that you're bringing is not what you want. But you're bringing in a harvest. Whether you recognize it or not, you are bringing in a harvest because you're talking every day, you're speaking every day, so those seeds are, are, are growing. It's just you're just throwing them out there and you're not paying any attention to where you sow. It's like people that tithe. You just put your tithes in there, you never say a word, you don't do anything, you just put it in there, and that's okay. Lord, you know, He, he, he sees your heart, he, he knows that. But you know, you can say, Lord, I thank you that what a privilege it is to give into the kingdom of God, into your work, Lord. I thank you that I'm investing my money into your kingdom. And I thank you, Lord, that I'm going to get a hundred return back or a thousand return or 60, 30, 60, a hundred return. You can say a thousand return. You know, God's going to give you far more of an interest back on what you give than what the bank is. Amen. You know, and you, you can say, Lord, I just thank you that you said as I give. It's going to be given back to me, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Will men, and, and, and listen to this, he said, will men give unto me? Not God, men. It's not, he's not going to be dropping it out of the heavens. It'd be nice if he would, but he's not. But he's given us everything that we need to get it down here. Hallelujah. Ask yourself, why does God continue to tell us that he created us in his image and likeness? God created with his words, and so can you, and whether or not you're aware of it, as I said, you are creating your future every day by the words that's coming out of your mouth. And Isaiah 55, 11 says in the New Living Bible, says, the rain and the snow comes down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. He said, they cause the grain to grow, produce and seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. And God says, it is, it is the same with my word. I send it out. And it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to. And it will prosper everywhere I send it. And it will not return unto me void. God is saying, I'll send forth my word. You know, he says, I send, uh, he says, my word, you know, he comes down, it waters the ground. It does what I send it to do. It comes down to water the ground. And he said, my word is like the water that comes down to water the earth. He says, I send that word forth. You know, wherever I send it, it prospers the thing for which to I send it, and it does not come back to me void. In other words, when you send God's word out for healing, it's not going to come back until it's accomplished what he sent it out to do. If you're speaking God's word, you are the same as God speaking his word. You're created in his image and his likeness. He continues to tell you this all through the Bible. I've created you in our, he said, let's go create them in our image and in our likeness and give them dominion. But we're not taking advantage of it. We think that we're being sacrilegious when we start 
speaking to things and, 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 and claiming things. You can claim it in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's yours. It's already yours. Think about this for a moment. Whose words are you giving voice to? Whose words have you in the past been given voice to? In other words, have you been speaking negative thoughts over your situation? Or have you been speaking what God says over your situation? Not only does God hear your words, but so does Satan. The devil hears what you've been saying. He hears your confessions. Mark eleven twenty three works both ways. Mark 23 said, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart. But believes what he says, he shall have whatsoever he saith. You're going to get what you saith. If you're poor mouthing, you're going to stay broke. If you're speaking death on sickness, you're going to stay sick. You're going to get what you say. It works both ways. But most people only focus on the good part. You know, that you can get what you say. Everyone hears you talk about your lack. The devil hears you talk about your lack. He hears you talking death and sickness talks about your failures. He hears you claiming that disease. He hears you claiming that sickness or your poverty. He, he hears you giving ownership to it. You're calling it in with your words. You, you, you are calling. You know, the Bible says you call those things that be not as though they are. But what he wants you to do is to call the good things that be not as though they are. He wants you to call peace and health and all these things in on you. He don't want you to be speaking poverty. It's not God's fault if you're, if you're in like. It's not God's fault if we're sick. He's given us the equipment. He's given us everything that we need. He's given us every gift pertaining to life and godliness, the Bible says. Every gift pertaining to life and godliness. When you speak like, I want you to know, you may not be aware of this, but when you talk about your poverty and when you talk about your bills being overdue and not having enough to pay your bills and you're talking about that, you're literally stopping your finances. You're literally stopping them. When you speak sickness, when you're constantly talking about, I know when you're sick, you got to tell somebody. You know, sometimes I do too. But, you know, and some people, you don't ever want to ask them how to feel. I mean, you just really don't want to ask them how to feel. But unless you've got some time. You know, because they're going to start from the top of their head down to their feet. And they're going to tell you everything that's wrong. And every medication they take. And the dosage per day. And, and, and all that. I mean, they just are. I mean, I, I know some people that do that. And, and, I, and some of these people I love with all my heart. And my dad used to be one of them. He, bless his heart. He's with the Lord now. But some people, you just don't, some questions you just don't want to ask. <laughs> That's one of them, praise God. I, I just want you to understand that sometimes we feel helpless and out of control of certain things and situations. But we have more control than you think you do. You have authority and you can, you can move some mountains out of your way. You might not move them out of your way overnight, but you can start budging them. And you might even have them out there a lot sooner than you think. Because the Word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. And, and, and I tell you what, you don't even have to go over that mountain. You go through that mountain. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. You know, do you want to break through of your captivity? That's my question. Well, your answer is found in Ephesians 4.23 and Romans 12. 
When to renew your mind. And you know, I noticed that it's, it's, uh, it's easy and it's not easy. You know what I mean? It's easy because you know that you love to read the Bible, you know you love the Lord, and you love to hear the Word, but it's, it's not so easy to do what it says. Even though the Bible says, don't, you know, not to be hearers only, but to be a doers also in the book of James. It's not always easy to be a doer. But you have, you're going to have to. It says, let the, in Ephesians 4.23, says, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly and ho- uh, righteous and holy. And we know what Romans 12.2 says. That says, don't be conformed to this world but to be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. Brothers and sisters, God has given you the ability to renew your mind with the help of the Holy Spirit. Our thoughts can change as we renew our mind. And as our thoughts change, so would the words coming out of our mouths. As you begin to renew your mind, your thought life will, will change. Saints, your words will either become a blessing or a curse to you. And Deuteronomy 30, 19 is very clear on that. He says... I call heaven and earth down to witness against you today. He said, I set before you both blessings and curses. He said, choose blessings that your life, will, that, that your life would be long and, and your ancestors, yeah, that your descendants. According to a study where more than 2,800 men and women, 65 and older, were asked, is your health excellent, good, fair, or poor? Those who rate their health poor are four to five times more likely to die in the next four years than those who rate their health as excellent. And let me say this. If your health is poor, and sometimes it is, but just because it's poor don't mean you got to talk about it. Amen. Okay? You, you, you can talk about the goodness of God. You can talk about what He says about your healing. You can talk about anything. You don't have to talk about it because, you know, some of us are in poor health. And I, and I have been from time to time, too. But you have to be careful not to talk about it. You just want to pray about it and go on about your business and trust that the Lord's going to take care of it. So I'm not, I'm not putting anything or anybody down. I'm just letting you know that we have to be careful if we want to live a long life. That this was true. They said this was true, even if the examination showed the patient to be in comparable health. Still the same thing, that they're four to five times more likely to die uh, than those who rate their health excellent. In other words, it's a mind thing. What, how do you feel it? What, what are your thoughts on your health? He's saying, are your thoughts that I'm in excellent health? Are your thoughts that I'm good health? I'm in fair health? And I'm in poor health? You would say, you know... Um, they're saying that the poor ones that set rated as poor health are four to five times more likely to die in the next four years. And it was true even if the, if it, uh, a patient showed that uh, they were in comparable health. It says these findings were supported by five other large studies totaling over 23,000 people. In other words, people that have an image of themselves being in poor health but talk about poor health. And that's my point. Whatever you, you have an image of in your mind, which is your thoughts, it's what you're going to talk about, what you focus on, what you're going to talk about, even though they may be in good health. In Numbers 13, we're all familiar with that, or most of us are. We talks about the 12 men that were sent out by Moses to spy out the land with Joshua and Caleb. The spies said, we saw the giants.
We were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and we were, and so we were in their own sight. In other words, people that have uh, this image of themselves are going to see them. They, they were not like they were not grasshoppers. The giants didn't call them grasshoppers, and 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 he they didn't see them as grasshoppers. The twelve spies saw themselves that way. He said that we 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 saw these giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Because they saw themselves as a grasshopper, then the giants saw them as grasshoppers, but they saw it first, okay? So if you see yourself broke, busted, and disgusted, and, and never going to get it, or your health and everything, then other people's going to see you that way too. But you, you, have the, you, you see yourself that way first. It's an image that you have of yourself. In other words, people that have this image of themselves seem to live out the reality of the image they have even unto death. And that, that confirms Proverbs 18.21 where it says that the power of life and death lies in your tongue. Saints, what you believe and speak will affect your body and your immune system and your finances too. What God's Word says, um, what does God's Word say about what you say in Proverbs 13.11 says those who control their tongue will have a long life Opening your mouth, he says, can ruin everything. Think about that. That's in Proverbs 13, verse 3 in the New Living Translation. Those who control their tongue will have a long life. Opening your mouth, he says, can ruin everything. Saints, it's hard to change the way that you, we think and speak, but you can do it. I know you can do it. Amen. How many here want to do that? Yes. How many would like to see their ship yes. turn around? You know, everybody's talking about their ship coming in. You know, when, when my ship comes in, well, it ain't coming in unless you help it come in. And the way you're going to get it in is let this be your rudder and begin just like the bit in the horse's mouth and turn it around. Hallelujah. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled, The Weapons of a Warrior, A Soldier's Handbook for Spiritual Warfare. Do you want to win your spiritual battles against Satan's attacks? In this book, The Weapons of a Warrior, she teaches that when you're in a faith battle, you are there to invade, not retreat. Are you prepared to stand with God at all costs? Pastor Joe shares how God equips you with strength, wisdom, and discernment through His Spirit to stay strong, not only in spiritual warfare, but in daily living. Today, we'd like to send you Pastor Joe's book, The Weapons of a Warrior, a Soldier's Handbook for Spiritual Warfare, with your love gift to Speak the Word Ministries of any amount. We're suggesting a gift of $20 or more. Write to us at 
Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card at 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. Now, here again is Pastor Joe. Father, I thank you that you have provided us with everything we need to do battle in the spirit realm. You have equipped and empowered us as your soldiers to stand our ground against our enemy, Satan. And I thank you, God, that our enemies are your enemies. Father, help us to understand that you have created us in your image and your likeness and that you've given us a Christ-like mind, a mind that can be renewed daily by feeding on your word and becoming doers as well as hearers. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us everything that we need to bring every thought into captivity, thoughts that don't line up with your word, and the power to cast these thoughts down. Lord, help us to understand that there is power in our thoughts and power in our words, and there will always be consequences in the thoughts that we choose to take and the words that we speak. Help us to choose the right thoughts so that we can speak the right words and harvest a good crop. Jesus said, My words, they are spirit and they are life. Help us to get a revelation that every word is a seed and it will bring a harvest. I pray, Lord, with your help from this day forward, that I will cast down every thought that is not of you and only speak what your word says. In Jesus' name, amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. Against the word, the word of God Against the word